three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here in Washington, D.C., where I've been most of the summer. And thought I was going to have a live audience. But my son, who also is leading tours right now, Levi, and who just got married, is giving me my privacy. I guess he didn't want to actually hear the podcast. But I get that. All right, so we are trying to encourage us to be people that actually read God's Word, read through it, and read it often, and read through it often. In a lifetime, we should really get to know God's Word, right? So, trying to do that, going through Deuteronomy right now, and really enjoying it. Because uh, often we'll read through parts of the Bible like this, chunks at a time, two or three chapters at a time, and miss out on how our brain interacts with things when we pause. And that's what I've really been enjoying anyway. And I hope that it's beneficial to you too. So we're in Deuteronomy chapter 25. Let me see if I can get five verses here, 11 through 16. Just some real miscellaneous things here, or laws, as some of the Bibles write right above it. So let's check this out. Guys, really about a fair fight, so let's see what he says here. Verse 11. When men fight with one another, and the wife of the one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of whom, of him who is beating him, and puts out her hand and seizes him by the private parts, then you shall cut off her hand. Your, your eye shall not have pity. You shall not have in your bag two kinds of weights, a large and a small. You shall not have in your house two kinds of measures, a large and a small. A full and fair weight you shall have, a full and fair measure you shall have, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. For all who do such things, all who act dishonestly, are an abomination to the Lord your God. And we'll keep reading because it's similar. Verse 17, remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you came out of Egypt, how he attacked you on the way when you were faint and weary and cut off your tail, those who were lagging behind you, and he did not fear God. Therefore, when the Lord your God has given given you rest from all your enemies around you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for inheritance to possess, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. You shall not forget. <clears throat> All right, so God is about a fair fight. And as humans, he's also made us creative and thinkers and stuff like that. So some people might use their creativity to get around it or to strategize. So using Amalek as an example. He waited till the children of Israel were weary from battle and coming out, and he went after the weakest, those in the very back. And so God is planning his revenge on Amalek. And to remember, too, that, that, that God is a just God and that we are to trust God for, for justice, right? That 
vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And that's what he's doing there. But these fair fight ideas here and fair measures. And so you would have a a weight. And if someone was selling you so much of something, you would pay X amount for a certain weight. And so you carried these weight, this weight around so you can measure it. And you measure out that amount each time. And so some people would cheat with with their weights. Excuse <coughs> me. And the same thing with a measure, pulling out a measurement amount, <clears throat> whether that's a a cup or a pint or whatever that might be. And so, um, and then he even uses starts off with the example of the two men that are fighting, and one wife intervenes to save her husband. So obviously, her husband is losing. She steps in to save him, and it's going to cost her her hand. Her husband's probably still going to lose, and she's going to lose her hand. So they're going to go home pretty, pretty beat up because God is a just God, and a just God and justice wants to see a fair fight. And so looking at our culture today, there <laughs> There's a lot of things that are not fair. People will often say life is not fair. But God, who is also not fair because we'd all be burning in hell if he were, but God looks for justice to be dealt out. And who are we to say in the midst of a fight that if we intervene on the side of the one who is losing, that we are not intervening in what God is doing? Now, granted, someone starts to fight, <laughs> excuse me, and I've seen these fights where someone starts it, then they were not justified to start the fight, and so we step in and we end the fight before they cause more damage than they should anyway. That's not what we're talking about. And <clears throat> and so and it's also not a bad thing for men to fight. You think about that when you read something like this. It's common for men to fight. But there's a fight that's right. And there's a fight that's wrong. Two men that are fighting where one is going to beat the other. Uh, not necessarily not kill the other. Not maim him. Not keep him from being able to continue on with his work for the day. But one's going to go down and say enough. And he's a loser. And the other one's going to be the winner. It's... It's a, it's a good fight. If there's a determination on one to hurt, break an arm, break a face, break a leg, break a neck, that's a whole different ordeal that needs to be dealt with differently. But the main thing here is to see that God is, is a God of justice. And he will in the end serve out justice as it should be to those who are not his. And those who are his, well, we deserve judgment, but because of Christ's blood on the cross, his death on the cross, we will receive mercy. And that's a lot to be thankful for. All right, well, we'll see how it turns out for Amalek and those in, in time. Because it's written down. And, but we will 
And with that for today, and tomorrow we'll jump into chapter 26. God bless.